Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed our Advent devotional book. Um, I'm not one to color, but I've enjoyed just looking at the images and um, and, and just having uh, just a good time of challenging myself to think about what it means not to be afraid utilizing the Christmas story. And so today we're going to talk about um, don't be afraid to practice joy. And, and I want you to hear that. Don't be afraid to practice joy. And yes, there is a way that we can do practicing joy by wearing a mask, washing our hands, and safe distancing. There are ways that we can practice joy. And so I want you to think about those ways as we go about our sermon today. Our scripture lesson for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Listen to these words. In those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone throughout the entire empire should be enrolled in the tax list. This first enrollment occurred when Quirinius governed Syria. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Since Joseph belonged to David's house and family line, he went up from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city called Bethlehem in Judea. He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to have her baby, and she gave birth to her firstborn child, a son wrapped him snugly and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the guest room. Nearby shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood before them and the Lord glorified and shone around them. And they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. Look, I bring you good news to you. Wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel, praising God. They said, Glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. So imagine yourself. You're one of these shepherds just hanging out, doing your thing. And then the angel of the Lord appears. What would be your response? Uh, terrified, yes. I, I, I mean, there's no way that, like, you could be doing your thing, and then and, and all of a sudden, like, here's this angel. And it's not just like an angel. It's like the angel of the Lord. So, like, it's like this angel that just, like, boom, pops right at you. And, and like, the first thing you would do is, like, cower your eyes. You would, you would probably be one of those people that just took off. See, we know that there are shepherds. We don't know how many. And usually in major scenes, you have one or two shepherds. That's because I believe the third and the fourth shepherd, they were already on the other side of the hill because they were so afraid. 
and they were scared. And, and wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be, you know, you're doing your job, and all of a sudden, here comes this angel. And, 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 and we hear those biblical words of, of um, those biblical command of don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know that when we hear this from the angel of the Lord, whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, this is going to be a grand commissioning, a new way of thinking, a new beginning, a new journey, a new chapter. And so here we are, the angel is challenging the shepherds not to be afraid. And he gives them the best news possible. See, what's interesting about this story, and I was thinking about this this morning, is that here you have the story of Jesus' birth, but then you have these shepherds. And really, it was kind of like this. They were happening at the same time. The shepherds were watching their fields at night and just hanging out, doing their thing. And the Lord and Savior was born on that day. And they would have never have known had it not been for the angel. And this challenge not to be afraid, but uh, to practice like this wonderful, good, joyful noise that, that we hear in the gospel that this good news is for all people. Joyous news. The Christ, the Messiah, has been born today. And I'm sure those the shepherds that stayed were in shock. Mouse hit the floor, trying to figure out what they had done. And you know how it feels when you've had that sudden urge of excitement. You're awestruck. And... and then all of a sudden, like, I mean, I'm sure as that fear was starting to grip them, like, oh no, this is something to be afraid about, this is something to be scared of, boom, like all over, the choir of angels appear. And I'm sure that the, that the song that was sung, that the, the um, praising of God, when they were saying glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors, I'm sure that chorus brought them peace. I'm sure that chorus brought them a little bit of relief. And I'm sure for those of you that, that love and appreciate music, it was just, wow, this is amazing. And so we are called not to be afraid, but to practice joy, because if we're looking for something to give us joy, we'll miss out on it. Could you imagine if, if they allowed that fear to overcome them and, and overwhelm them, what would have happened? They wouldn't have been able to share the good news. They wouldn't have been able to live out their faithful call. They wouldn't have been able to do what it is God called them to do. They would have ran away and been scared. I love this line from Anne Lamont uh, from her book, Small Victory, Spotting... Uh, improbable moments of grace. She has this really great line that says, joy is medicine. Here we are, the shepherds. The angel tells them to be joyous. He gives them that calm and peace that they need, and then they go share it with others. We are called to be curators of joy. We are called to spread joy to the world. That's why we sing that song at Christmas Eve, that we are called to sing that joy to the world, that the Lord has come. And even right now, when it's hard to find joy, we are called to find joy in those small moments or create joy because maybe we need to do just that because we're not surrounding ourselves with joyous moments. Maybe we need to find ways that bring us joy. And so I ask you this, what brings you 
joy. And maybe we need to rethink that in the midst of this global pandemic when we've been asked to rethink everything. Maybe those things that brought us joy don't bring us joy anymore. Maybe there are new things, exciting things, that if we open our eyes and see the choir of angels standing there before us, we'll find joy. I love what David Brooks says in his book, The Second Mountain. We can help create happiness, but we are sized by joy. We are pleased by happiness, but we are transformed by joy. I think of those moments in my life and faith when and that it was joy that was the transformation. I think about all those things, whether it was helping uh, people get back into homes after the tornadoes or, or sitting with a, a person who's lost a loved one and, and they experience joy for the first time after the loss and you can see that smile bring medicine to their soul. We are transformed by joy. And so we are called not to be afraid, but to practice joy. And we can practice joy by, by, by cultivating it as part of a practice and asking ourselves every day, where did we see joy? Where did we find joy? Where did we create joy in our lives? And if you, and if you forget that this week, maybe a good way to think about that, is, there's a great acronym for joy. It's joyfully offering yourself. If you're looking for joy, maybe you need to joy. Joyfully offering yourself. And when we do that, if we're intentional about practicing joy, you never know how that might catch on to someone else and how that might bring laughter back to those people's days and how it's going to sustain us in this darkest time that we're in in the global pandemic. We need joy. We need to practice cultivating it for this world. And I think about Ken Hutchison in his book, Hope is Contagious. He has this great line. He says, you can face anything in life, anything, and have that same inner peace and joy. And when you do, it's contagious. It lifts up everyone else around you. Isn't that that type of person you want to be? Instead of joining over and over again the world, whining about how bad things are, just your presence shows that, hey, life is still a wonderful gift we should be enjoying. And if we do it with our right frame of mind and have joy and seek to spread joy, now it doesn't mean you have to be a happy, joy, joy, joy person, because Lord knows I'm not one of those people. But I seek to provide joy for people. And when we practice it, not being afraid becomes a little bit easier. And if we practice joy, we can change the world. It will help sustain us through this heavier times that we're experiencing. And so I encourage you this week to practice joy. Find ways that you can share joy with your neighbor, safely, obviously, wearing a mask, making sure you've washed your hands after you've interacted. Or maybe if you go to the store this week and, and you're doing all the right things and, and you see that uh, store worker who's just beat down tired because they've had a rough day, tell them thank you. 
Maybe you're uh, picking up a thing from the restaurant to go order. Even if they get it wrong, smile and remind them of God's love. If we practice joy, we'll change the world. Made a difference in those shepherds' lives. Now granted, I mean, if I had a cry of angels appear to me every day, it might change my perspective too. But joy is medicine. It's a medicine that this world needs. And so I want to encourage you this week to practice it. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, help us joyfully offer ourselves to this world that we can help transformation occur, your transformation, your will be done. And Lord, when we share joy with this world, man, it makes a difference. When we can share joy with the world, we can, we can show them what it really means to be a follower of Jesus. And so help us practice joy this week. And so, Lord, we joyfully offer ourselves to you. Use us, and may your will be done as we go about our days. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day.